Hi listeners, this is David. Welcome to episode 6 of Upward Journey Bible Study, where we study the Bible and theology. Today we will be looking at the five major prophetic books of the Old Testament. I will be using the World English Bible for Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, and Ezekiel. I will be using the King James Version for the Book of Daniel. I use the World English Bible for the podcast because it is in the public domain. However, the World English Bible makes additions to the inspired portions of the Book of Daniel. I do not accept these additions as inspired. These additions were originally written in Greek. For the Book of Daniel, I will be using the King James Version, which also is in the public domain. The King James Version sticks to the text based on the original text of Daniel, written in Hebrew and Aramaic. While most of the Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew, parts of the books of Daniel and Ezra were originally written in Hebrew, and other parts of Daniel and Ezra were originally written in Aramaic. I have entitled this podcast, Navigating the Bible Content and Message, Part 4. We will be studying an overview of the five major prophets. Let's get started. In part one of this series, we learn the two main divisions of the Bible are the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament has 39 books and the New Testament has 27 books for a total of 66 books in the Bible. The Old Testament covers the period before the birth of Jesus and was written before the birth of Jesus. The New Testament covers the birth of Jesus and the period after the birth of Jesus. It covers the events of Jesus' life here on earth the history of the early church, and letters written by apostles and disciples of Jesus. After the books of the law, the books of the history, and the poetry books, come the 17 prophetic books of the Old Testament. Uh, five of these books are the major prophetic books, and 12 are the 12 minor prophetic books. The five major prophetic books in order are Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Isaiah prophesied during the time the northern kingdom of Israel fell to the Assyrians. During Isaiah's ministry, Assyria started taking the cities of Judah and was ready to attack Jerusalem. But because the king of Judah and Isaiah led the people to trust in God, God delivered Jerusalem from the Assyrians. Isaiah's ministry was mainly to the southern kingdom of Judah and its capital, Jerusalem. Isaiah is 66 chapters long. Isaiah tells Judah and Jerusalem of their sins. Isaiah also prophesies of the coming Messiah and prophesies of the end times that are yet to come. The main background to the times of these prophets is found in 2 Kings chapters 15 to 24 and 2 Chronicles chapters 26 to 36. And in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 1, Jeremiah verses chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, Ezekiel, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, and Daniel, chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. Isaiah prophesied during the reigns of the following kings of Judah, Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. All of these kings of Judah were good kings except for Ahaz. Both Amos and Isaiah were prophets during the reign of Uzziah. Uzziah is also known as Azariah in the Bible. 
he became king when he was 16 years old. Azariah reigned 52 years and was a good king. Azariah built up the military of Judah and the nation prospered under his reign. However, in his older years, he became proud and God struck him with leprosy when he made a sacrifice in the temple, which only priests are permitted to do. And he wasn't a priest, he was just a king. Jotham was the next king of Judah and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. He was a good king. However, the people still lived in disobedience to God. Next was King Ahaz, who became king at the age of 20 years old. He was a bad king and made idols of the false god Baal. He even practiced child sacrifice and burned incense to false gods. The northern kingdom of Israel made an alliance with Syria to make war against Judah. Isaiah encouraged Ahaz to trust in God and not to make an alliance with Assyria. Do not confuse Syria with Assyria. Syria begins with the letter S. It was a country north of Israel, and Assyria, beginning with the begins with the letter A, was further north and east of Israel. Ahaz refused to obey God and sought the help of Assyria to defeat Israel and Syria. But as Isaiah warned, Assyria then attacked the cities of Judah. The next king was Hezekiah, and he was a good king, and tore down idols in the high places and encouraged the people of Judah to trust in the one true God. Although the Assyrians took many of the cities of Judah and were about to try to take Jerusalem, both Isaiah and Hezekiah trusted in God to defeat the Assyrians. God then sent the death angel to the army of of the Assyrians and killed off 185,000 Assyrian soldiers. So what was left of the Assyrian army returned to their capital of Nineveh. Here are some of the sins Isaiah prophesied against in his day. In Isaiah chapter 1, we see listed the following sins. Judah rebelled against God and did not know God. They worshipped God and offered sacrifices to God, but lived sinful lives. They put rituals above holiness. This is a lesson for us. Worshipping God does do you no good if you are living a sinful life and disobeying God's commands. The people thought that they, they could buy God off by offering uh, offerings to God and bypass living a godly life. God hates worship and sacrifices if we're living sinful lives. Some of Judah's sins included murder, rebellious leaders, political corruption, and political injustice. In chapter 3, Isaiah lists some more sins of his time, which include disrespect for authority, lack of shame for their sins, oppressing the poor, women lived in luxury and sought jewelry and expensive clothes, with total disregard for the rights of the poor. In chapter 5, we see mentioned the sins of self-righteousness, drunkenness, and perverting justice in exchange for bribes. Other sins mentioned in chapter 8 is consulting with mediums and wizards. Isaiah also talked of the end time. In Isaiah chapter 2, Isaiah talks of the end times when people from all nations will seek to worship God in Jerusalem and there will be world peace. 
Isaiah also prophesied of the coming Messiah and foretold of events in Jesus' life that confirmed that Jesus was the Messiah. In Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7, Isaiah gives this prophecy about the coming Messiah. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there shall be no end. On David's throne and on his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from that time on, even forevermore. The zeal of Yahweh of armies will perform this. World English Bible. Isaiah also foretells the virgin birth of Jesus. Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. World English Bible. Isaiah prophesies of Jesus' atoning death for our sins in Isaiah chapter 53. The first major prophetic book is Isaiah. The next is Jeremiah. Jeremiah's ministry began about 70 years after Hezekiah died. Remember that Isaiah's ministry was during the reigns of the following kings of Judah, Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. After Hezekiah died, his son Manasseh became king of Judah. Manasseh was a very evil king during the first part of his reign. He reigned 55 years in Jerusalem. The sins of Judah during the earlier part of his reign made Judah so sinful and corrupt that God made up his mind to bring judgment on Judah. Manasseh rebuilt the high places and worshipped Baal. He worshipped the heavenly bodies. He performed child sacrifice. Manasseh also practiced soothsaying, witchcraft, sorcery, and consulted mediums and spiritualists. As judgment, God allowed him to be taken captive to Assyria. There he repented of his sins and turned to God. Then God restored him and he became king of Judah again. He took down the idols but left the high places. After Manasseh, his son Ammon became king of Judah for two years. He was an evil king. Next, Josiah became king. He was a good king and reigned 31 years. During the 13th year of his reign, that is when Jeremiah began his ministry that spanned 40 years. Jeremiah was a prophet during the last 18 years of Josiah's reign. God determined that judgment would come to Judah because of their apostasy under Manasseh. While Josiah made great reforms and wholly followed God, the harm had already been done by Manasseh. God had already determined to punish Judah. Josiah died in battle against Pharaoh Necho of Egypt. Jeremiah wept when Josiah the good king died. Josiah's son Jehoiahaz became the next king, and he reigned three months. Pharaoh Necho took him captive to Egypt and put Jehoiahaz's brother Eliakim on the throne of Judah and renamed him Jehoiakim. Jehoiakim reigned 11 years and was an evil king during the ministry of Jeremiah. During the third year of Jehoiakim's reign, Babylon besieged Jerusalem. Babylon took some of the articles in the temple to Babylon, 
Babylon also took captive some of the children of Judah, some of King Jehoiakim's descendants, and some of his nobles as captives to Babylon. Among these captives were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Daniel is one of the major prophetic books. See Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, and verse 6. The Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar took Jehoiakim captive to Babylon in the eleventh year of his reign and put Jehoiakim's brother on the throne of Judah for three months. That brother's name was Jehoiachin. Jehoiachin was a bad king. After three months, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Jehoiachin to Babylon and others were taken captive to Babylon at this time, including Ezekiel the prophet. See Ezekiel chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Then Nebuchadnezzar put Jehoiachin's uncle named Mataniah on the throne of Judah and renamed him Zedekiah. Zedekiah was an evil king and would not listen to the warnings and instructions of Jeremiah the prophet. During the eleventh year of the reign of Zedekiah, Nebuchadnezzar breached the walls of Jerusalem, destroyed the temple, tore down the walls of Jerusalem, and led, led many captive from Judah to Babylon. For a short history of these kings from Josiah to Je- Zedekiah, see Second Kings chapters 22 to 24 and Second Chronicles chapters 34 to 36. Jeremiah was a prophet starting in the 13th year of the good king Josiah and during the evil kings following King Josiah. Jeremiah's ministry was during the last 40 years of the nation of Judah before Jerusalem was destroyed. After the fall of Jerusalem, Jeremiah was treated well by the Babylonians and was given the choice of where he wanted to live. Jeremiah stayed in Judah. After the fall of Jerusalem, God revealed to Jeremiah to tell the people of Judah who had been left behind in Judah and who had not been taken captive to stay in Judah and that the Babylonians would treat them well, but he warned them that God said, do not go to Egypt. The people of Judah decided to disobey God, and they went to Egypt, and God judged them in Egypt for disobeying God's command not to go to Egypt. Some of the sins Jeremiah preached against were the, was the worship of Baal and the worship of many gods. The people of Judah refused to accept God's correction. The people did not plead the cause of the fatherless and those in need. The prophets gave false prophecy and the priests relied upon their own power. The people in Jeremiah's day committed great sins and thought that they could be right with God by going to the temple to worship God without turning from their sins. They worshiped the queen of heaven instead of God. They offered their children as burnt offerings. This was very displeasing to God. Also, the people in Jeremiah's day did not honor and keep the Sabbath day, but worked on the Sabbath day. Jeremiah also advised the people to defect to the Babylonians and that their lives would be spared. Jeremiah prophesied that the Babylonian captivity would last 70 years, which came to pass. A false prophet falsely prophesied that the captivity would only last two years. Jeremiah called him out for this false prophecy and told him, that for his sin a false prophecy he would die that same year, and as Jeremiah prophesied, that false prophet died within that year. 
Jeremiah further prophesied that God would later make a new covenant with the house of Israel and Judah, in which God would put his law on their minds and in their hearts, and he would be their God, and they would be his people. And God would forgive their sins and remember their sins no more. Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 to 34. Of the five major prophetic books, we have looked at Isaiah and Jeremiah. The major prophets are called the major prophets because their writings are longer than the minor prophets. However, the next major prophetic book is the book of Lamentations, and it's not that long. It's only five chapters long. This book was also written by the prophet Jeremiah. It was a lament expressing sorrow that Jerusalem fell to the Babylonians. The city of Jerusalem was taken in the 11th year of King Zedekiah. The Babylonians came and laid a siege against Jerusalem in the ninth year and 10th month of Zedekiah's reign. And about a year and a half later, during the 11th year of Zedekiah's reign, during the fourth month, the city ran out of food. Then the walls of Jerusalem were breached by the Babylonians. The book of Lamentations describes how bad it was. Children would ask for food, and there was no food to give them. People died of hunger. Women cooked and ate their own children. People died by the sword. Jeremiah noted that God allowed Jerusalem to fall because of their great sins. Jeremiah acknowledged that God was righteous in punishing Jerusalem. Jeremiah prays that his people would return to God and that they would be restored. Lamentations chapter 5, verse 21. The first three prophetic books are Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Lamentations. The next book is the book of Ezekiel. Jerusalem fell to the Babylonians in the 11th year of King Zedekiah. About 19 years before the fall of Jerusalem, Daniel was taken to Babylon during the deportation to Babylon that happened in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim. About eight years after Daniel was deported to Babylon, Ezekiel was deported to Babylon during the exile of Jehoiachin, which was 11 years before the fall of Jerusalem. So Ezekiel had been exiled into the land of Babylon about 11 years before the fall of Jerusalem. See Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 21. The news arrived a few months later in the 12th year of Ezekiel's captivity. Five years after this exile and six years before the fall of Jerusalem, God appeared to Ezekiel in the land of the Chaldeans, that is, the land of Babylon, by the river Kibar. While God's glory was associated with the temple, Ezekiel witnessed God's glory in the land of Babylon. Ezekiel ministered to the people of Israel in the Babylonian town of Tel Aviv. This is not the same Tel Aviv that is in Israel today. Ezekiel had to do symbolic acts to demonstrate what God was going to do in Jerusalem because God told him to do these symbolic acts. God instructed him to make a small model that was to represent Jerusalem and he was to make siege of this model. Ezekiel had to lay 390 days on his left side as a siege to the model that represented Jerusalem. This was to bear the iniquity of Israel. Then he had to lie 40 days on his right side to bear the iniquity of Judah. God's said about Jerusalem that a third of the population would die from pestilence and famine, then another third would die by the sword, the last third would be scattered to all the winds. 
People in Jerusalem were worshiping the false god Tammuz and the sun in the sky. Ezekiel prophesied that the, this punishment from God of the exile and of the fall of Jerusalem would change the people of Israel and that they would return to God. God said he would take away their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. Then Israel would be his people and God would be their God. Ezekiel prophesied against false prophets that led God's people astray. These false prophets claimed God was speaking through them, but God was not speaking through these false prophets. Ezekiel also made clear that each person would be punished for his own sins and not for the sins of their parents or the sins of their children. Ezekiel indicated that God said, The soul who sins, he shall die. Ezekiel 18, chapter 18, verse 20, World English Bible. God also told Ezekiel that if a wicked person turned from his sins and kept God's statutes and would do what is right, then they would not die for their sins. But if a righteous person turns from God, then that person would die for his sins. Ezekiel 18, 21-24 Beware of false prophets today who falsely teach that a born-again Christian can live a sinful life and still go to heaven. The wages of sin is death. The Bible gives no exception clause for those who have been born again. Jesus taught, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will tell me in that day, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? In your name cast out demons, and in your name do mighty, many mighty works. Then I will tell them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who work iniquity, World English Bible. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9-10, through 10, Or don't you know that the unrighteous will not inherit God's kingdom? Don't be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor extortionists will inherit God's kingdom, World English Bible. The good news, however, is that when a person is born again, God washes them with God's Holy Spirit and enables them to live a holy life so that it is no longer you but Christ living in you, that enables you to live a holy life, so God gets the glory. However, we need to also understand that salvation is totally by grace. Jesus died for our sins. There's nothing we could add to that, but we are to live a holy life if we expect to stay in a right relationship with God and go to heaven. Ezekiel prophesied that not only were the prophets bad, but also the priests. Now, of course, there were some exceptions. Uh, Ezekiel was of the priest, and he was a prophet. And Jeremiah was a good prophet, but he's speaking in genealogies here. The priests did not follow God's law. They made no distinction between the holy and the common, and between the clean and the unclean. Also, the princes killed people to get dishonest gain. The people of the land troubled the poor and needy and wrongfully oppressed the foreigner. God brought their own ways upon them. Ezekiel also prophesied that God's judgment was going to come on other countries, such as Ammon and, and Egypt and, and then the city Tyre, in Ezekiel chapters 25 to 32. 
God told Ezekiel that if he failed to warn the people of God's coming judgment, that they would die for their sins, but their blood would be on his hands because he did not warn them. But if he warned them and they would not listen to God's warning through Ezekiel, they would still die in their sins, but their blood would not be on Ezekiel's hands for his failure to tell them and warn them. This is a solemn message to us as Christians that we should warn others of God's coming judgment. God took Ezekiel to see a vision of a valley of dead bones, and God told him to prophesy to these dead bones, and he was to prophesy God's word. Then God caused the bones to come together and flesh to come back on the bones, and then the dead became alive. God told Ezekiel that these bones are the house of Israel. The people of Judah at this time, after the fall of Jerusalem, saw themselves like dead bones. God said he would make Israel alive again and would bring them back to the land of Israel. Then they would know that God is Yahweh and that God will put his spirit in them and they will live. That's in Ezekiel chapter 37. When God's word is preached and people believe and respond in obedience to God and have faith in God and faith in Jesus' atoning death for their sins, then spiritual life comes to that person's heart and they are born again. We have looked now at the first four of the major prophet books. These books are Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, and Ezekiel. The fifth of the five major prophetic books is Daniel. About eight years before Ezekiel went to captivity and about 20 years or 19 years before the fall of Jerusalem, Daniel the prophet was taken into exile to Babylon. This happened in the third year of Jehoiakim's 11-year reign. During the third year of Jehoiakim's reign, Babylon had sieged Jerusalem and taken some of their leaders in, into Babylon. Among this group was the prophet Daniel who wrote the book of Daniel. Also in this captivity, were three other people of Judah whose names are mentioned in Daniel. These three others from Judah were Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. In Babylon, these four were given new names. Daniel was renamed Belteshazzar, Hananiah was re renamed Shadrach, Mishael was renamed Meshach, and Azariah was renamed Abednego. Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. These captives to Babylon were to be trained to be advisors to the king of Babylon. They were to learn the language of Babylon, and they were to learn the teachings of Babylon. They were to be trained for three years. As a part of their training, they were to eat the meat and drink the Babylonians gave them so that they would be strong and good students. But they were asked to eat food that was unclean before God or that God didn't approve of. Daniel Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah decided they would obey God and requested be, to be excused from eating the king's food. They wanted to eat food approved by God. They obeyed God, and God rewarded them. They are a great lesson for us not to compromise our values to get ahead or be promoted. On another occasion, King Zedekiah built a big monument for himself. On a certain day and time, he ordered everyone to worship his image or they would be thrown into a fiery furnace. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah were caught not bowing to the image at the designated time. The king gave them a second chance to bow before his image, and they refused. The king ordered them to be thrown into the fiery furnace. 
Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, and a fourth man appeared walking with them, and this fourth man was in the form like the Son of God. God spared Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The fire did not burn them, and God rewarded their determination to obey God. They were promoted in the kingdom and brought glory to God. Daniel chapter 3. Years later, Babylon fell to the Medes and Persians. During the reign of Darius the Mede, Daniel was a key leader in the kingdom, and his rivals who wanted his power plotted against Daniel, but they could not find anything that tarnished his good character. They plotted to have King Darius make a law that, that could not be repealed, that for a period of 30 days that no one could make a petition to God uh, or man except for a petition to King Darius. The penalty for disobedience was that the person would be thrown into a den of lions. That did not stop Daniel from following his practice of praying to God three times a day. Daniel got caught praying to God, and while Darius did not want to throw him into the lion's den, he had no choice because the law was that no law could be repelled. Daniel had to spend the night with the lions in their den. Darius had a sleepless night and came to the lion's den in the morning to see if God had delivered Daniel from the lions. God had delivered Daniel from the lions. An angel came and shut their mouths. Darius then ordered his accusers to be thrown into the lion's den, and immediately the lions killed them. These episodes in the time of Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah shows us that God rewarded his people who had faith in him. God delivered them when they trusted in him. That is not always the way God works, however. Sometimes those who stay true to God, no matter the cost, may have to suffer and die because of their faith and obedience to God. Even Jesus was obedient to God, even to the death on the cross. Daniel also had various visions of the end times that are mentioned in the book of Daniel. After a series of world empires, Jesus will come to earth again and set up God's kingdom. Daniel even prophesies of the resurrection of the righteous to eternal life and to others to shame and eternal contempt. In review, the five major prophets in order are Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Take this week to review the five books of the law in order, the twelve historical books in order, the five poetry books in order, and then the five major prophet books in order. In the next episode, we will finish the overview of the Old Testament with an overview of the 12 minor prophets. These 12 minor prophets in order are Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. Thank you for joining with me and listening to this podcast. Be sure to search the Bible to evaluate all teachers, including me, Check out my website at UpwardJourneyBibleStudy.com where you can learn more about this podcast and other resources for spiritual growth. Always remember to keep God first in your life. Bye for now.